When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, bros? What up, bros? And welcome to Bruh Meets World. What up, what up, what up, what up, World? This is an extra credit episode. This is actually more of a, let's call it a class discussion. Yeah, it's just we, a little mini episode. A little, little mini episode. Chit chat, chit chat. Uh, because, uh, as you guys know, this week has been full, like to the brim of Boy Meets World news. My teacup. <laughs> so we wanted to give you guys a little little rundown of our feelings on all of the things that happened this week um and to that i say we just jump right in first things first one year of pod meets world yeah they celebrated their one year that's awesome uh you know it's <laughs> when they posted that i i really couldn't believe that it had only been a year like it feels like they <laughs> like I don't know like this podcast has made such a huge difference in our lives that it's kind of hard to like think about like pre-pod and post-pod like it's hard to separate. I actually I remember very distinctly when it first came out being like I don't want to listen to it I don't want it to influence my opinions sure, on episodes sure. and uh I was right about everything it has completely influenced <laughs> how I review how I think about things but um I'm actually like Again, we have been rewarded by its presence, and they have just done a really great job, and I feel like it's breathed new life into the series, into the cast, into our, so, you know, congratulations, one year. You know, everyone keeps saying, oh, you guys should do a reboot series, you guys should, like, do something else, but Podmeet's World kind of is filling that gap for me. Absolutely, like, absolutely. I'm far more interested to hear their perspectives as individuals that went through this experience than I would, you know, fictional characters that Michael Jacobs groups together. Like this to me is like the best uh, way to honor true hardcore fans of the show. So I, it's been, yeah, it's been wonderful. Absolutely. Which leads us to our very next point. Uh, did y'all read a little article in Variety <laughs> about yeah, that Boy Meets World. <laughs> uh, that is sarcasm because everyone read that article and it has blown up. Um, Siege, for those who didn't read the article or don't know what you're talking about, why don't you give them a little background? Well, um, the cast of Pod Meets World were interviewed by Variety in an article um, and there were some revelations, shall we say. Uh, some they, bombs that were dropped, <laughs> you could you could say. The most notable ones being um, they were asked if they would ever have Michael Jacobs on the show. Um, and we have known about like this tension. We'll just call it tension uh, between Michael Jacobs and the cast for a little bit uh, now. But you know what? I think everyone who is listening to the Pod Meets World podcast understands the tension. Like, it's there, it's palpable, it's the you elephant in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Well, um, I, I actually liked Daniel's uh, idea, where they were like, it would be really hard for us to do, um, it would be kind of heavy, but maybe that would be, like, the last episode that we did. Sure. And I feel like if they did that, it would, in fact, give them, like, 
years of therapy and having like worked through it. So like when you when you finally um meet that final uh what is the word I'm looking at? Let's just the, say the last boss challenge. Yeah, the big <laughs> yeah. boss at the end. Uh you're prepared. You you've picked up some tools along the way. So I, I find like that would be very interesting. And uh I know that he probably has some opinions uh that he would like to share. So <laughs> what I love about what Danielle said was just that you know this podcast has become something that they can have ownership of yeah and I think inviting Michael on would I don't know I could see how he would in his own way probably claim ownership over it just because he it's the IP he invented so I you know I kind of like them having that separation and then finally like like said at the end just like after everything we've observed after everything we worked through here's where we're at and like let's have the discussion and that oh my god I, I can't wait for that episode <laughs> uh yeah there were a lot if you haven't read the article which you should have by now and if you're listening to us I guarantee you have um the other bit is that they mentioned that they have let's just say been estranged for from Ben Savage uh, for quite some time. It's been a few years since they've spoken to him. And from what I read, a lot of the fans feel really sad to hear that these people who grew up together and worked together uh, for so long are no longer uh, in touch. Well, and, the, the, yeah. the big thing that stood out to me was when Will says that he called Ben every single day for months and he texted him saying, hey, man, we've been through so much. Like, I'm going to keep calling you until you answered. And so finally, his wife had to talk to Will and be like, what are you putting yourself through? Yeah. And it was just like, that's heartbreaking in so many ways. And, you know, so many people have messaged us trying to be like, well, I wonder why Ben's doing this. Is it because of his his election or, or whatever? But it's at the end of the day, it's like a phone call. You can't return the text message. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a hard thing to to read especially considering how it's like emotionally impacting this other group that's really forming a, an amazing bond and you what you wish ben could be a part of that he might benefit from being a part of that therapy i mean group. maybe maybe not something like i will say uh and there has been a lot of conversation about this on like different threads and reddit and social media and one thing i will say that someone pointed out is and and the show is very quick to call out um the entire show was put on Ben at a very young age. Yeah. And maybe it would not be as fun or as easy or as light or as beneficial for him to kind of unearth these revelations in the way that it is for the cast. Because one thing that we will, everyone will agree upon is that he carried that show for a few years. Like, yes, now, especially in our later seasons, we are very big fans of all the other characters and we kind of aren't fans of Corey, but Ben carried that show for the first few seasons. He's like in almost every episode. So there is a world where it's just like, this isn't for me. And the idea that you keep asking me to do something that I don't want to do, isn't you respecting me, you know? Sure. Uh, I'm thinking of like the movie that just came out recently, Banshees of Irishiran. Uh, Irishiran, sorry. Have you have you seen that? Do you know what it's about? No, but I do know the overall plot of it. The overall plot is one day someone wakes up and they're just like, I don't want to be friends with this person I've been friends for uh, for a while. And it's so funny because um, my husband and I watched it the other day, and in that movie, there's a scene where someone confronts the guy who's like no longer friends with them. And they're like, why? And he go, they go, he's annoying. 
They go, well, he was mowing yesterday. He goes, yeah, but today I don't have time for it. Yeah. Today and that's, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, oh, you have the right as a person to be like, I understand that we have a history, but it no longer serves me. And that is your right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I, yeah, I think that probably does equate to maybe what's going on with Ben. Who knows? Okay. So uh, check out the article. Again, we the, just bombs after bombs after bombs being thrown. Uh, the next one, there was a TikTok of Maitland Ward in an interview with the Skinny Confidential podcast. Have you seen it yet? This I have not seen. Okay, so uh, there is a link. Click that link. Play it for our listeners. And uh, yeah, let's check it out together really get any response from anyone trina did she supported me in the beginning and will has contacted me since then and says he supports me but won't watch anything that i do <laughs> and actually michael jacobs says he very much supports me but the rest i have not heard a word from i haven't heard like oh you're terrible but i kind of felt like i was just gone from them we don't want anything to do with you anymore uh, especially it was with the girl meets world thing i was the only cast member not to be on the show and i wasn't even doing at that time i was just doing my cosplay disney definitely was uh instrumental in not having me back and i don't think i don't think some of the cast wanted me back either to be seen with me kind of i i we, we got to talk about it. i have thoughts but as always i want to know what you think i mean it, i can see it i can see it from just the bond that the other cast seemed to have and how she's kind of left out um Wow. Do you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's it's a lot because I I can see how in some ways they probably feel like you know, her career choices are so drastically different than say someone who's trying to get jobs at Disney Channel that I could see why like, you know, having that public interaction might be a little damaging, but at the same time a private conversation is a private conversation. So, yeah, there's things there. I don't know. What do you think? I, so here's the thing. I will say, let, let's consider like the things that we've heard about Ben, the things that we, the misunderstandings we've heard from Trina and even Blake, who played Joey. Um, there is lots of things where I think that sometimes people assume intention in, in intentional behaviors. And what I mean by that, this is in no way defending them because I don't know their personal reasons, but I will say as someone who also can kind of get busy and, you know, think, oh, that person, they're too busy for me. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, I just think that in general, as you said, and you've pointed out, um, Will, Danielle, and Ryder are very close. They have a bond and they have been working together for some time. They've reached out to Trina. You know, like, I think Maitland has chosen a career that, of course, as you said, certain people who want to work with Disney or work with kids have to just consider the optics of having someone like that on your show. And I think it's unfortunate because in, in all honesty, we know we champion sex workers here. We uh, Sex work is work, and we feel like everyone has the right to express themselves in the way that they want to. However... We also work in an industry that will absolutely um, hold your past against you or even your present against you, sure, you know? Sure. So that's, I think, that's how I feel about it. No, yeah. It's just, it's interesting that um, she said that Michael Jacobs gave her the the okay when I believe Michael Jacobs was the one who she kind of wrote about putting her into creepy situations. So 
Absolutely. I, I did I did find that a little weird. We're not gonna pretend like that's not like some kind of weird weirdness. Sure. Um but yeah, I just I wanted to acknowledge that again. There this has been the week of Boy Meets World. Of of hot tea. You know what's actually the one thing I do want to say about what Maitland just said, she said that she wasn't included before she even took a job in porn. Before when she was just doing online cosplay, they felt the need to separate her from the group, which is interesting. Like you can't say it's because of my porn career when y'all were doing it before I even did porn. So But that to that point, like let's think about how long Trina went thinking that they didn't like her. How sure, long sure, sure. Um, Adam Scott believed that Scott. writer hated him? Yeah, but yeah. I think that, in all honesty, I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, they don't fucks with me, so I don't fucks with them." In reality, something that Danielle has kind of constantly championed is this idea of, "Oh, a conversation would have solved a lot." But sure. to that point, it's just like, is it on Maitland to reach out to them anymore, or should they extend? Well, it's it's going to be impossible for them not to confront it as the show continues because she will that they're inevitably to be a major part player on that show. Exactly. So looking forward to seeing how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of major moments that are, let's just say, awkward, um, there was the Bonnie Morgan interview. Bonnie Morgan, for those of you who didn't listen, uh, was the person who was originally cast to play Topanga. And I find that interview, she was on Pond Meets World, and her interview caused a lot of um, stir on the internet as well because she announced some things, including, like, the background of Topanga that actually makes sense. Like, I think the thing that I took away, one of the things that I took away from her conversation that I thought was so important was that a lot of what she felt about um was taken from her life in order to create the character of Topanga I was like oh this actually makes sense and I believe you 100% yeah because what you're referring to is that when she would do multiple multiple callbacks every single time she would talk a little bit more about her personal life about how her parents were raised as hippies is how she was kind of raised to be hippie and every time she would come back the character would be slightly more altered to be more hippie and the reason why I also kind of believe that this was taken from her is because we often try to explain why Topanga has strayed so far from those hippie origins. And that's because it was literally written for someone else. Correct. It's just, it's so fascinating to hear that kind of um, insight because it really does fill in the gaps as to why Topanga's character is so drastically different between season one to season seven. A hundred percent. And that's what's interesting is this idea of, I wonder how often that happens where like a character was built around one person and then someone else gets the role. Well, bro, we just saw a Goofy movie the other day, and that power line was designed to be Bobby Brown via the We talked about that. We he did was talk supposed about to be that. the singing voice, and then Bobby Brown was Bobby Brown and had multiple arrests, and so Disney was like, let's get someone safer, and then it turned into Tevin Campbell, who now owns that role, in the same way that Danielle owns Topanga. So, you know, I think it probably does happen more often than we think, but um, in this situation, it's just so blatant that it, it like really did come from her. I actually like, but to me, I feel like we kind of got an answer on Topanga, where Topanga came from. I mean, like, it's also probably one of those things where it's like all of these things layered on together is what made Topanga the right name for that character. But I think that her ties and her history to it just cannot be ignored. 
Well, the other interesting thing that comes out in that episode is that she had a very uncomfortable situation with David Trainer, who she felt like wanted her, I want to say to be more sensual in her line delivery at points. I don't think it was sensual. I think it was sweet. I think it was a little bit more wispy, a little bit more, as we talked about the other day, windy. Well, when she retells the story, it gives off creep vibes in a way that I can't articulate when I retell it. Well, again, like to me, and I'm not disagreeing like that it gives off creep vibes. I'm saying that like when you're telling a child to be sweeter, to Mm -hmm. be more wholesome, be more, um, it would be luring, but for not in a sexual way, in a, we want you to be this 12 year old's desire. You know what I mean? No, totally. And, And that's the thing is that everything that Bonnie revealed can be looked at from two different perspectives in a way that's very difficult to make sense of. Um, She talks about how she was let go from the job and she was told that it was because she doesn't take direction well. And then later it came out to her that she was told, they were told she wasn't pretty enough. And it's like, there's so many aspects of the the story and the way she tells it, you're just like, well, I can see her point, but I can also see this person's perspective. And I can also see based off of the other conversations of people who were on the show, how like, you know, this, journey of casting to Topanga came to be. So, um, so many elements to kind of puzzle pieces to make sense of. And to that point, there was a lot that you guys have to think over. So please feel free, write us. What did you think about the interviews, all the interviews, the Variety interview, the Bonnie interview, the Maitland interview? Like, give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Um, And that leads to our extra credit episode uh you guys have heard about it you've asked for it and we will in fact be doing a full review of munchie strikes back i'm telling you guys you're gonna want to listen to it it is chaotic it is insane if you don't even watch the munchie strikes back movie you're gonna want to listen to this episode no 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 100 percent watch the munchie strikes back movie guys you know we did this summer movie series where we were viewing like these like really black films you know what me and Cedra were talking about it we were like we should do like a more boy meets world themed summer series so that's where munchie strikes back comes in we're very excited to talk about it we might have some more fun movies that we do in our summer movie series but you'll just have to return and find out but, also, yeah. uh, as an added surprise for our Munchie Strikes Back episode, we have the star of Munchie Strikes Back, Natanya Ross. So go check out that episode. You're going to want to So excited. So excited. All right. Later, bros. Later, bro.